Welcome back, everybody, faithful listeners, and anybody new to your ex-boyfriend's podcast, episode 46. This is a follow-up, a part two, to last week's episode with Jermaine Jones, Burning Down the Couch. Or, both things can be true. If you haven't listened to part one, I highly, highly recommend going back and listening to episode 45 first. That will give you an intro to who Jermaine is, our relationship, and some context for <laughs> what we're talking about in this uh, second episode, this part two. Not that it can't stand on its own, but highly recommended. Go back and listen to episode 45. Meet me back here after you listen to that. Okay, now that you've listened to episode 45, this is part two. <laughs> Uh, not too much to explain. You already get the gist of it. So let's just dive right in. I'm a, I'm kind of a nerd with this type of shit. What I do in my free time, I look at population demographics and things like that. Um, and what a loser. <laughs> I'd be looking at, uh, the prop- population demographics and everything. And people are just having left ki- less kids in America. That's true. Uh, red, blue states, whatever. Doesn't matter. Just, just having less kids. It's more expensive. It's to have expensive. To, I feel like, uh, have you ever read that rat study uh, where like the, the guy gave these rats or mice or whatever uh, all the food they ever needed? And I think so. And then they have the beautiful ones who just only groom themselves and don't have any kids. Yep. A lot of people aren't having kids anymore just because it's hard. You know, yep. like it's Resource like, scarcity. Yeah. yeah. But like that's not even, that wasn't even an issue in that, that, in that case. I think us as mammals, we have internal things to where we start to uh, self-regulate. Sure, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I haven't studied this more yeah, than YouTube. You're a layman. I'm fucking the lamest of the layman. <laughs> I, I want to make sure I say that. I That's hate, all this podcast is, by the way. The lamest of the layman. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a, a few experts on this show, and shout out to those people. The rest of this is just me pontificating about shit that I like. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> Hey, you know, at least you're admitting it. You're not. It's not the Joe Rogan podcast where nope. like, "Hey, ancient aliens." You like, oh, bro, really? Have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> Let me tell you about DMT, and and also here's why you should take ice baths. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say the ice bath thing works. For what? What does it do? Losing fat. Oh, you will definitely lose more weight in an ice bath because your body wants to stay at a certain temperature, and you, I, um, I myself when I was mm. at my my slimmest, yeah. Uh, I, like I didn't do ice baths, but me and like uh, when I was kickboxing and doing jujitsu and stuff, mm-hmm. we used to go to the mountains and and go through hikes and like some of the hikes you gotta go through the water to get yep. through where you want to go, and it was cold as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And like you glacial water. And, like, yeah. and like fun fact about me: once I get cold, I'm cold for the whole day. Oh, I'm gonna die in the wild. That's a I'm bummer. Domesticated. <laughs> but, you like this guy right yeah here. yeah 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 he yeah. can't go outside no no he can't survive in the wild <laughs> what's that a, a breeze <laughs> uh, <laughs> shock <laughs> i'm so cold but um it really helped me burn more fat and yeah. like, you could i had more definition and everything and my friend um she was already slim she was doing it she was just 30 minutes a day in an ice bath boop came out fucking ripped yeah, like she had like a female V. In yeah, abs popping. What do they call those? The um, cum gutters. Cum gutters. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could get cum gutters. If I if I ever did any plastic surgery, it to get it would get a set of cum gutters. 
artificial cum artificial cum gutters. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> no leaves will get stuck in these cum gutters right here. I tell you that much. They have right. the protective cover. <laughs> mm -hmm. That little gate right here. No. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good to be wanted. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's too good. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> what were we fucking talking about? I've been keeping like a mental note. Like, so we left ice off. baths. Yeah, we were talking about ice baths. But before, I'm glad you are because I'm bad at this. You think as the host, I'd be good at it, but I'm not. Yeah, you know, I work at the agency. I don't think anyone's good at anything anymore. God, that's too real. <laughs> I will tell you this. I had a certain per per person tell me that I wasn't very good on the radio. They can eat your butt. Yeah, and then like I heard, <laughs> I heard them on the radio. I was like, I don't want to ever hear them say a fucking word about no. me. I was like, you sound, you sound like you forgot your fucking first and last Dude, name. <laughs> I don't know about you, but one of the only sources of joy I had in that department was listening to people fuck up the radio. Everyone does it. They have no real training. No, they don't. But as somebody who did, I, I didn't fuck up a lot. That made my day or night, I should say, because I worked that fucking awful shift. You know what? I don't mind the shift because it makes me um, be more intentional with my time. Oh, sure. And everyone else. That is time. true. That's very true. It does. And I appreciate that because when I was getting off at like three o'clock, two o'clock on my regular day shifts, yeah. I'll go home and take a nap. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, I fucked off the rest of my day. There'll right. be another one. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's just like, oh, I have can't a do that. I have a fuck schedule. So it, like, it makes me get in this intense mode. So like when I, I, my schedule was I get off of work, I go work out at the gym for 30, 40 minutes. Ooh, that's hardcore. Uh, yeah. But when, when you get that workout in at, after work and you're already beaten tired. Yeah. And then like I, so my routine that I was trying, I'm trying, I'm not 100%. Yeah, fair. It's uh, it's a, it's in flux still, but I was going to the gym. I hit the weights. Mm -hmm. I do uh, back and biceps one day, chest and triceps the next day, legs, cardio. <clears throat> Car in cardio, I, I bust out. Some days I just drink cardio for an hour. Yeah. I'm trying to keep my heart healthy. Yeah, for uh, sure, man. Um, See that bike right there? You are balling. Bro. That, you own a Peloton? It's used. I don't care. I bought okay. it used. You're you, balling too. You make the same one I make. You made more this year than I did. I don't get any overtime at this new department. Bro, you happier though. <laughs> you happy. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> now, alleg allegedly, we might be switching to, uh, what is it, eight days on, six days off. Don't believe anything your boss tells you. I almost said his name. Don't believe anything he says. That's not who said it. Who said it? His boss. The other Latino? No. Higher? Whoa. Yeah. Let's cut this part out, though. Okay. Yeah, I will. Yeah. So uh, tell me who said it. Um, the new... Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, would you like that? Yes. Because the way our schedule set up... What did you say? Eight, eight on, six off? Eight days on, six days off. Whoa. So the way... If, if they do it the way I would like them to do it in a schedule, a rotating schedule... Everyone would have to get fucked on weekends. Bro, yep. Weekdays. And it would be much more equitable for everyone. Amen. If they're going to have that bullshit-ass weekend coverage. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I'm like, okay, so if it's constantly jogging, one one time you don't get weekends, next time you get weekends, next time you don't. Have you time. spoken to... I'm going to have to cut this out too. Have you spoken to about this? Um, I don't really talk to... Um, okay. 
that's okay because it doesn't really pertain to him. He and I had this exact conversation before I left. This is the only way it's equitable. Mm-hmm. You have to rotate or else it's fucking garbage. And the, I don't want to name names, but there's certain people that have a lot of seniority. I know. That who, don't want that. Who are trash. Yep. Because they don't ever show up. Yep. I know exactly who you're talking about. Or they're trash because they have no skilled, educated background in our trade. Or they barely speak English. Or they don't <laughs> speak English. God, that sounds so hateful, but it it's does, true. It does, but like at the point where I hardly understand you. and like, It's true. It's just like... How did you get here? You just got here by being here. present. Yeah. That's it. That, that's where I'm at in my in my oh. life now. I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, if you're at least present, you're ahead of the the other people because they have to get in action to get to where <laughs> you are right now. I'm whack. already here. Beat you. <laughs> oh, garbage. I quit, I quit trying to rely on God-given talent, and that's why it, it kind of ties into like me not being religious anymore. Sure. Like your zip code dictates so much more about your personal life. That's and true. Who you are, how much money you're going to make, and all these other things. That's why I'm at the point to where I like I want to grind out and move to like the east side. Yeah. If I'm to the east side and I have children, my goal is to have children still. So by east side, and some people think that means across I nine or I five. Do you mean east of the mountains? I'm thinking more like Bellevue. Okay. Um, Redmond. Sure. Um, place where I'm the poor person. Yeah, the rich white people mm-hmm. for sure. Their school systems are great. I love Mercer those. Island. <laughs> You know, uh, dude, Mercer Island is boring as hell, though. Have you ever been is. out there? Like, l- I grew from- up on 216th, though, in Des, Mo- in Des Moines, in SeaTac. Uh. So, like, I I went to school one day and, like, someone was shot in the face in the hallway. Yeah. I guess boring is not always bad. It's not. It's not. And I, I, I feel like boring is like you still have drug addiction and all this other bullshit popping off in your head. Because they have money for it. Yeah, it's true. Like, Seeing blood stains in your hallway, sure. you're not dealing with. That. Seeing people overdosing in your elevator, you're not dealing with that. I guess you, that's a good point. Perspective is a fucking hell of a thing. And like later on in life, like I, I'm to the point. We should definitely let's put this in a note. Yeah. We should definitely talk about this later about like where we are in life, where we want to go in life. But you want to just come back on this podcast because we're coming up on two hours. Yeah, well, yeah. I, you can I, come back. Yeah, we'll come back on later because you know, I got <laughs> bullshit to handle. But, <laughs> yeah. More or less, like I look at it, like I my greatest fear in my life right now is if I had children and I made their life too easy mm-hmm. and they fumbled the fucking ball, yeah, and fucked off everything I worked for. Because I see a lot of people who come from much better backgrounds than me, and I'm like, in I'm surpassing you, yeah. And like, God bless America, even though it's like kind of a shithole right now. <laughs> it's could it could be better like, it could be perspectively speaking yeah but like hey there's some places where you're born poor you're gonna die poor and that's, that's just the way fucking shit that's is. very true and we're blessed to be where we are we didn't choose to where the fuck we're going to be born we are where we are and that's what it is we have an opportunity to make things happen and to a certain degree to a certain degree and i feel like we need a carpe diem and seize that day yeah go out there and some people just had things so easy and they were fed with a gold spoon yep their whole life never had to want for shit the least interesting people on the face of the planet i've dated some of them me too <laughs> like they're fucking and they're like i work so hard i was like your dad bought you a new car right and a fucking sea dune right if How at any point you? you ever had a horse or your house had more than five rooms <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> you you get less interesting the more rooms your house had as a child. <laughs> yeah. If I had, I, I I don't know if you read these articles. It's called Stealth Wealth. Mm-mm. It's about it's everyone else to have like, these people have the same fare, mm. and they say like you want to buy the night the worst house in the nicest neighborhood and you don't want your house to look anything special Mm -hmm. you drive a basic car the premium model of it though sure so you still get all the features like the nicest toyota the nicest the xl whatever what i don't know the top top line seats panoramic all that shit you get that one yeah because but logically speaking it's less maintenance you don't have to deal with all this other bullshit mm-hmm. maybe if you're really feeling fancy get yourself a lexus don't get the mercedes <laughs> <all that other laughs> right shit. you know the showy ones yeah yeah but you don't want your kids to ever and make your kids work their asses off and always complain about how you don't have enough money yep to instill in their mind that you're not comfortable yep so that rubs off on them from a young age and it's called stealth wealth and you never let their ch- let your children understand how much wealth you have. It makes sense. You go on nice vacations from time to time, but always complain. Like you always have to instill in their mind, like this is how it took. It took so much more to get here. Right, we're, we're not comfortable. <laughs> and it sounds fucked up, like it's a mental game, but it really is. Well, you know, it's one thing to say like to make shit up, but if you instill in your kids, like I had to work this many hours to get us on this Hawaiian vacation or to take us to Disneyland that puts into perspective what exactly it takes. I grew up in a family that it we were not wealthy by any stretch of the imagination. I would probably call us lower middle class. Mm. Did not go out of the country, rarely took a long vacation. It was like once a year we might go to California. Um but we're driving, we're not flying. We're driving mm-hmm. our ass down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know not to say one thing or the other about how definitely parents... ate all your leftovers. Absolutely. Yep. hundred <laughs> um, percent. But like, you know, gr- there was a t- period of time right after I graduated high school where I was like, I had some issues not knowing how to uh, succeed when things were super hard. And I have, I don't think it has anything to do with them, but uh, that was one of the things that definitely stuck, stuck with me was like, okay, long-term, I need to fucking like grind like you keep saying like this is going to take me time and effort and a lot of uncomfortability before things get to the point where I don't feel like that anymore. Yeah. The thing about it is you don't ever want to be dead weight. Yeah. I don't, I never want to be someone's carry along (laughs) because I, this is going to sound some type of way, but I don't care. I like talking shit. Bro, I get it. But that's the way, like, I was talking to Janice about that. And because she was like, you know how it is when you go to a job? I was like, yeah, I go to a job. I just do a good job. And I make sure I do a good job. And I'll talk whatever fucking shit I want. Yeah, because you're not allowed to unless you do a good job. Yeah. And, like, even when I was a apprentice, I was like, yeah, he's a bitch anyway. <laughs> same. Fuck off. <laughs> Dude, I had the same exact reputation. Yo. Even people I still talk to today, they'll be like, man, you were fucking mouthy when you were in a I was mouthy to the foreman. <laughs> yeah. The like, guy I told you about that thinks I, I reported him to the hall, mm-hmm. that's the reason why. Because I'd be like, dude, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> you need to stop being a bitch. But that's, I feel like it's the only way we can get by in society. Like You have to know where you really are. If it's just like, oh, man, this guy's above me and i have to respect his position we're china china sucks <laughs> and i'll right? say it, like china sucks like you have 
I've, I've, I wouldn't want to live in a in a society like that. Who, it, who would? I forgot the the term they have. It's like, do you want to? Uh, it's, it's it's about being respectful of the people in higher positions above you, so you can get by. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like some. T- I think Chinese. that's called ass kissing. It's a. They have an elegant way of saying it in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> don't they know. don't call it ass kissing. I I call it knee pad knee pad uh, academy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> But I, I don't ever want to, like, I don't like, I don't respect the weak links and chains. Absolutely um, not. Like, even with my management, when I'm just like, really? Bro, you know what? You're actually bringing up something good. When you hired on where we both work now, a lot of people were like, oh, shit, you know that guy? Did you help him with the interview? Did you give him an idea of what's going to come on the test? And I was like, fuck no. Nobody helped me. And it's better that way because then I don't have to have those fucking looks that people give you when they know you know people. Yep. And you know there are people there that you currently work with that got into the position because... <laughs> yeah, that was highly disturbing. <laughs> like that ASMR on the spot, yeah. I fucking That's hate how ASMR. They- <laughs> That's how they got it. I'm in my butthole tight. <laughs> A bunch. And I don't mean like one or two. I mean maybe a majority. I know. When I showed up there, I was A, the youngest person in the department. I was B, the youngest person they had ever hired. Not from Tacoma. And C, nobody knew me. You're not from Tacoma. Right. So I was all sorts of unknown. Which is, I'm not, I don't want to like cast. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. I there, told other people about this job. Yeah, and, and and there's and there's nothing wrong with that. But, but I'm not out there like, hey, hook my boy up. Right. Hook my boy and up. And going into that position, having none of that, I was like, I stood on my own two feet to get here, right? Yeah. I can say whatever the fuck I want because I get paid what you get paid, and I got here by myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 100%. And... It's Do you want me to cut out all that? I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll cut it out. Yeah, yeah. I don't want my mom to have a heart attack. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. She's like, that Crime. big black man was sucking on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it's That's how it's always been with certain jobs I've been at. Yeah. That's how it's everywhere in the industry. I thought when I first came into the industry, I was like, oh, man, like this is completely different. Because that's what made me want to leave originally because i kept on getting passed up for supervisor positions as a tech as a technician okay i didn't know x y and z i'm not brother-in-law with what's his face or bob or wherever you know like jerry jerry fucking jerry (laughs) (laughs) jerry and mike they're always on the job you know so i was getting passed up i had the most seniority i literally trained some people who were above me now yeah that's some bullshit they're getting, I'm like, you're hiring people getting paid more. I'm like, this is fucking disrespect. I was like, I literally said, this is fucking disrespect. We all need to fix this or I'm leaving. Yeah. And he's like, well, Jermaine, you know where the door is. I, I was, and then they took my seniority. They took, <laughs> you're I, right. I do. I had the second most seniority on the job, yeah. which is hard to leave from. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, Jermaine, we're giving you Tuesday, Wednesday off. I was like, like unpaid for my days off. Those are, oh. I had, I had, saturday sunday off. oh god and those are my new days off i would have left too but then everyone you know and your friends and family with got weekends off yep and i'm like word this is a, this is exactly how it went we were at a meeting in front of everyone i was like word he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because because duty i'm like no 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 no. you don't gotta give me an excuse you know those are great days off he's like oh i'm glad you like him like to find a new fucking job yeah 
and I just grabbed my stuff and I walked up the door, did my route, and I went off and did a class to make better resumes. Yeah. And I started like just working on finding a better fucking job. And I'm glad because I never would have left if it was that comfortable for me. You had that kick in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you need that because if like what I feel like a good situation is worse than a bad situation at times. Say, what do you mean? So if you're in a good situation, you're not ever going to move to a great situation. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to. You're like, hey, this job is comfortable. Yeah. I'm comfortable. My bills are paid. Right. I'm doing just enough. Everyone respects my position. Yep. <sighs> Should I try harder? <laughs> nah. And it's a bad position. It's like, shit's bad. I got to get out of here. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm out. Bro, it's the same shit we were talking about earlier. Was like the people who haven't had to struggle, they got nothing interesting to say. If you've never had to fight your way out of a bad situation, you don't know what it's like to be great. Yeah. I was talking to my friend who was uh who used to be in the Marines. And he talked about his first day getting there. He said he got <laughs> off the plane and the yeah. moment you walk in the door, you have like six drilling trucks or Dude, drilling. It's a fucking nightmare. You have grown men and women crying all over the floor. Yeah. And he's like, fuck you. This is, this is. And you like, you think you a badass and shit. And he's like, I was about to light a cigarette. And then I walk in the door and he smacks the cigarettes out my hand. Yeah. And just chewing my ass out. It's a fucking meat grinder. Yeah. And that's how it has to be. Like, if I could go back, I would join the military just because I could travel more. Sure. And also help me out with employment situations. Sure. I didn't ever think about that. I was just like, I was back in the Northwest back in 2000 and whatever. And I was in a freshman in high school. Yeah. And I was like, peace is, it's good. And imperialism is bad. And that, 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 you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm 36. I look at it now. I was like, man, imperialism is nice when it's on your side. <laughs> <laughs> You have to really think about that. I was talking to my homegirl. She's like, we shouldn't have to have wars and do this and that. I was like, yeah, you say that because we're on the winning side of shit. <laughs> and you ain't had to do shit to get these wins. You a no cheerleader on kidding. a good day. You know what I mean? Like, But you look at Ukraine and everything else. We, we've been spoiled with peace for so long. No shit. No country has ever come to the United States and been like, yo, what the fuck? You know we try to gank Canada. We like we try to take Canada. That's why they have a whole Independence Day. That's some bullshit. Right? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, word. Like we we got can we got Mexico. We got a piece of Mexico, but we weren't able to get a piece of Canada. I was like, man, dude, good. I don't want any can Canada. I think we have a good thing right now. We do. That's America's number one ally. Yeah, yeah that's that's the best breakup makeup ever. Yeah, that's our boy. Yeah, yeah, you know. So. Well, back to our, before we went to our sidebar, we were talking about being politically homeless. This whole thing is a political sidebar. It's all right. I... <laughs> it does feel that way. How do you identify? So I identify, well, when I did the online test to see where I am politically speaking. Oh, on the spectrum? Where I am on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which spectrum are you on? That's triggering. <laughs> Who thought that would that 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 would be triggering nowadays? Oh, good. Um, I'm I'm actually Green Party. Interesting. Yeah, I was I was like, oh, I didn't even know. And I looked up some of the things. Like oddly enough, like this, I didn't vote for Obama the second time. Yeah, I just voted for a Green Party just because I was like, I'm just tired of a two party system. It doesn't really feel like it's. Uh, I feel that it really suits our needs. For are you a Jill Stein fan? I'm not familiar. Oh, she ran for president. Obama's second term. 
Yeah, I vo- that's who I voted that's for. That's who I voted for. Yo, <laughs> hashtag Northwest Hippies. <laughs> Yo. And then Trump won, and I was like, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> but that's why we need we need rank vote voting. Did you? Are you a Seattle city of Seattle voter? Yes. Did you vote for rank choice? Yes. Sam. Yeah. I don't know what that other one was. I looked it up, and I'm like, who the fuck wants that? It's just it causes so many more issues, and it's just like ergonomically like we're going to cost a whole another election because this one was too close to go dude that shit was weird Fuck you and then how it's strategic like i'm not going to vote for my number one because you know whatever they might not win i'm going to strategically vote for number three because yeah. they have the best chance no rank choice is the way to go that's what rank i said is the way the is the way to go it yeah. just makes more sense it should be more transparent that's the reason why people feel disenfranchised yeah you feel like like your it vote doesn't, doesn't matter because <laughs> a lot of times it doesn't. And then like I'm not going. Yeah, I'm on knocker. I don't like Patty Murray. <laughs> I don't like her, but I don't like the other choices either. Yeah, because well, what was our other choice? There wasn't really. Tiffany Smiley. I don't even like really? her last name. She sounds like a serial killer. That's not even a choice. Smiley. I want. I would prefer Frowny. <laughs> Tiffany Frowny. That, like, that bitch keeps it real. She's frowning all the time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I get it, man. It's it, You know what else is shitty, too, is like feeling like with the two-party system, like, okay, well, I really, as a third party, in, somebody interested in third-party votes, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not going to change. You're interested in three, I feel you. Yeah, it feels bad. <laughs> but back to what I was saying before, if I was to run, I would run as a Republican. Yeah. A pro-choice Republican, because I'm pro-choice. Yeah. I'd be common sense gun laws yeah i don't feel like you should be able to i feel like everyone needs a background check and you know i'm just like man i i as as a responsible i i don't want to like say other people aren't responsible as a responsible citizen who's newer to the guns and things like that sure i felt very um unassured about safety about like like i i was like but i was like i remember i bought like a a ar-15 because it was on sale for black friday Okay. Like $212, $214. Wow. I was because I was going to build my own. Yeah. I was like, oh, I never built a gun before. It's just something to do. It it is fascinating. It's fascinating. It's a interest. And like also yeah. I enjoy shooting. I lived in Oklahoma for I a little bit. I do too. Yeah. So I shot BB guns as a child. I just enjoy target hitting and things like that. It's fun. It's an enjoyable experience. It's a real sport. And there's a science to it. Yeah. And I'm doing I'm like, I'm gonna build this and da da da. I'm like, this is so much cheaper. Right. And I'm like, this is cheaper than my pistol I bought. <laughs> right. Well, fuck. I'm like, well, I might as well buy it. It's $214. Yeah. I bought it. It came to the dealership down the street from my house. It was a pawn shop or whatever. Yeah. They, were, they have the FLL or whatever. Yeah. You got to go through the mm-hmm. the dealer. Yeah. And I go down the street and I'm like, okay, like, here's my information. Um, Do I need to, like, to do my seven day or 14 day wait? He's like, no, it's a rifle. It's all yours. Dude, fucking Here. wild. And I was like, but my, when, I, when I bought my pistol, like, it was like, yeah, it's a concealed weapon. You need 14 days to. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't really make sense. I'd much rather have someone shoot at me with a pistol than an AR-15. And he was like. But you can't sneak an AR-15 into an elementary school. Honestly, an AR-15, I can hit someone from a football field away. No, I know. Any safer, bro. <laughs> I know. It's fucking wild. Like, I, I, It's very dark. But I feel like we need common sense laws. But I'm also. I think I would be a great candidate because as a black man running as a Republican yeah. who would also be pro-police, I believe in police accountability. There's stupid police out there. 
Yeah. Like the guy that was in San Antonio who shot the kid. Yeah, yeah. He, he ran up on the car, didn't identify himself. Okay, maybe the kid knew that he was in a stolen vehicle or maybe he ran some lights or whatever. Yeah. Maybe he could have done more strategic things like park your car behind that car to give him less of a cutoff. Mm-hmm. And maybe grab him so he's not on the steering wheel. Or yeah, there's hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm not going to blame this. No, guy. for sure. But when you start shooting in a parking lot at a moving vehicle with a person in the back of the car and in front of the car, you're really being negligent. Your aim isn't perfect. You have to understand that. There's so much wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, like so if you with the guy in the drive-through window got clipped by one of your rounds that right. went off that there's so many things that could have went wrong and not to mention that is a complete disregard for police protocol we both know that they are not taught to do that they're not you could have looked at his license plate trailed him to his destination wait till he got out of the car lay down right that's more strategically thinking with backup not by your he's cowboying this whole situation right, <laughs> right. you can't just act like a fucking construction worker <laughs> <laughs> this is public safety yeah this no is, shit this isn't smart like the other situation where they had where the guy was um the blind guy who got attacked by the dog mm, there's so many know. situations that go on it was, this is kind of recent this church was getting broken into someone called the police yeah um the police come in and the church is huge it's on like an acre of land it's a huge ass church yeah and there's three buildings so they go into the next building there's a guy who lives in there but they they weren't told that their guy was living there mm-hmm. and the dog attacked him and he's blind um he's, he's a black guy so the optics aren't really good i'm not gonna lie the the um, media really if they scapegoat some of these situations if it fits a certain narrative yeah I'm, for I, sure i'm not left or right i'm just saying this is what it is like like both sides of the media it doesn't matter what channel it doesn't it, it, if this is your flavor yep this is what you're getting yep it's prepackaged. It's prepackaged. It's like, you like Twinkies or do you like Ho Ho's? Which one do <laughs> you want? We, this is what you're getting. Yep. So the guy got attacked by a dog, and the, like, no one was shot or anything, but he was a blind guy. He only has 10% vision in one eye. Yeah. So he couldn't see what was going on. It was a bad situation. It's not a good look. I feel like the police could have handled themselves a little bit better. Hindsight's 2020, mm-hmm. but I also feel like they were given bad information. If you were told one person's in the building and they found that one person, you're not out here looking for three other people. It could definitely, they're, they're not the SWAT team. Right. So I, I don't blame them on that. I believe there should be leeway, but this whole Black Lives Matter thing with defund the police and this and that, my criticism on it was like, one, now it's coming out. Now it's coming out. Yeah. Where exactly is this money going to have, help black people? And every time I said that, everyone right. hopped in my face. It's to help black people. Like, how I'm, I'm 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 black and i'm wondering how this is helping the black community right and you're coming to me and there's these wokers i call them <laughs> that's a good name yeah, they're jokers but they're so woke yeah i'm like take a nap bro like you sleep deprivation <laughs> take a bad. nap you're looking woozy you're looking looking worse for wear right now and you you have good intent but also like is it really good intent when you're it's all about your social justice and this and that, and you're just seeking social clout? Right. I have to wonder about your intentions. And everyone's comes like, well, what, what are you doing for your community? I'm like, well, I'm trying to help it in my own way. Yeah. I believe in reaching out to person to person. 
I don't believe I I need to have an entire cause behind me. And I don't think that's a prerequisite for doing good. It shouldn't have it's to not. be. I'm part of an organization. It's part of the organization. It's a journey. I got a Don't badge. Look at me go. We <laughs> have you seen our Patreon? <laughs> right. Like, bro, like I I'm not seeing what good you're doing. Like, no, I get show it. Show me some man. metrics. Show me some numbers. Are you like so like with local forty six, there was the I was part of the EW I'm still part of the EWMC. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a like I, I fade away. I'm like I, yeah. I don't like to be too involved because I'll be like, yo, y'all tripping. <laughs> 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 but there was this, we had this black electrical worker thing going on and it's a subgroup. Oh, okay. So they sent some emails out to people and like allies or whatever, whatever was going on. And some people were in it. And when the whole March, all the marches for black Lives Matter were going on, it's like, we need to go out here and march for this and da da da. And there was a particular person. I'm not going to name their name. No, of course not. Because I don't want to give them one follow. (laughs) 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 But he was like, we need to go out and march for this and this. And I'm like, well, did you talk to the Black Lives Matter organization? Since they're an organization, did you talk to them? Or are you just doing a wildcat strike? Right. And saying like, hey, we're doing this and this is, we're using your banner. I'm using Justice's banner right here because Justice supports this. And I'm supporting this too. Right. And he doesn't know jack shit about this. But we're out here. We out here. <laughs> and, I was like, and he's like, oh, that's a good point. I just put that in the chat. Every like 30, 30 people in the chat. I'm, I'm the only one who says this. Right. That's maybe worrisome. Maybe we should stop and think. Because I know like maybe 40% of people might have been thinking it, but they didn't say it. Dude, I know it. Because like a lot of people don't want to go against the norm about. Oh, Why? Well, I just won't show up. It's it, <laughs> Yeah, no shit. I'll, I just won't be it. I won't do anything. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, identity that people have is like such a driver of behavior, like identity politics. Like, I am this, therefore I must do X, Y, Z. Like, whoa, hold on. Let's stop and ask some questions. Holy shit. Yeah, let's let's check. Just like when when the whole Me Too moment was going on. Yeah. Like, everyone's a rapist now. I'm like, Everyone isn't a rapist. Yeah. Like Louis C.K. Louis C.K. masturbated in front of a person, from what I understand. That's what I understand as well. I'm not going to claim to say that. I, I could be wrong. I don't think. That's he, the story that got out. That's the story that got out. Yeah. I'm not saying that I did any real research in it. Right. I don't want to be like, oh, I, I, If I, we're just I, taking the story at face value, though. I'm I'm taking it at like elbow, elbow value <laughs> at this point. But if... If he said, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat off in front of you," that good. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know. And he's like, wah, 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 and going at it. I'm like, I don't think that's socially acceptable. Of course not. <laughs> like, personally, I'm not endorsing this by any means. There's people that are into these type of things, but also I understand the power dynamic. I'm a famous celebrity at this right. point. I have to. That's why whenever I was a above someone in a position of power, I'm like, where? How would I want to be treated? I ne- like some people like seeing like attractive people under them in lower positions and yeah. like i'm definitely going to give her my number later on i'm like i can't do that in my right mind because mm-hmm. what if she feels pressured to entertain this right this isn't consensual right i have i have a sister i have aunts <laughs> i have cousins I, know. I, 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 know. I can't be part of this issue because right. i'm looking at this a full 360 as everyone else should like like I remember there's one guy on a job and he was like, Oh yeah, you know, women just like him, give him a slap on the ass. I'm like, so what if your wife was minding her business at work and someone just slapped her ass? No shit. Like, I would fucking kill that guy. I'm like, 
where's the cognitive dissonance guy. here? You're that guy. Yeah. Wh- how do you not see that? Women want an aggressive man. Just got gravitated. Like, Thanks, Andrew Tate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can't, you, like, I believe in like showing, if that's the only way you can show, like, I have, I, I hate even saying these things. Like you're an alpha male. Like I think my person, like me and my friends, we have a joke where we're like, we're one of our friends in our Call of Duty games. Like yeah. I'm an alpha male. I was yeah. like, like we were like, fun fact: if you have to state that you're an alpha, no shit, you're beta as fuck. <laughs> you're below beta. You're zeta. I don't know what's below that. Like what? You're the the grounder. Omega. <laughs> as I feel like that applies to anything. If you feel like you have to say it for people to know. That automatically disqualifies you. So when I was single, I was going on a date. I went on a date with this one girl, and she was, uh, she was kind of attractive. I want to say she's not attractive, but if she wanted to be more attractive, she was like church attractive. Like I don't show cleavage, da 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 da. Sure. Like I, she's a pretty conservative, conservatively attractive. Okay. And I was like, all right, she's cool. We go on this date, and she's like, well. I'm looking for an alpha man because I'm an alpha woman. Oh God. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, and this is the moment that you don't get your second date, Jermaine. Like, I'm not a loud person. I know. But like, cause I, like I have to really look at like for who, do, who I'm, you don't have a camera for me, but I'm six one and some change. I'm 250. You, you can pounds. send me a picture. I'll post it on my Instagram. Hey, <laughs> goes down in the DMS. Um, <laughs> But like I'm a large person, yeah, and I I, I know I can be intimidating to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like if you know me, I'm goofy. I'm I make jokes about everything. I don't yeah. really take too many things seriously, and I also have resting bitch face. So like you're like <laughs> what you see and what you get are two different things. That's very true. So like if I was like I'm an alpha, I'm gonna dominate every situation. Every month, yo, he's a fucking douche. I he's can't a douche. Stand this guy. <laughs> He can go fuck right off. Yep. He shoulder checked me one more fucking time. <laughs> We're going. He steps on my new white shoes. I'm going to shank him. Like I just absolutely. And I totally understand that. But everyone, like I'm a very like. Yeah. Is a huge man, mm-hmm. a mountain. He is big. And he comes through and gives you a big ass hug. Yeah. I fucking love this guy. <laughs> this guy, like the like, this like. I feel like he's the type of person who redefines masculinity in a positive sense. Yeah. He has a voice that can fill up a room like a cup. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, if he was, what's the, what's the guy who played Doc Vader's voice? James Earl Jones. That guy was so rich and silky. Juicy. God damn. <laughs> he could have been like, oh, what's that one guy? He's a, he's a shaft. John Shaft. Oh, you talking about Shaft? Uh, that, that Shaft's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Shut your We're mouth. only talking about Shaft. Wasn't that a Isaac Hayes? Isaac Hayes, man. <laughs> I was like, man, that, that guy's like the coolest guy ever. You like, man. But like you would if you didn't know him, like, oh god, he's kinda intimidated. Right. You're like, oh man, I no, like no, we're all we're all in a safe place. We're all good. Yeah. Like sometimes being a quote unquote I hate alpha or it's just being secure with yourself. You don't have to get the last word. You don't have to over talk people because if you're over talking people, you're probably not saying anything important. You already know every, everybody in the room knows the loudest person is always the dumbest person. (laughs) That's my love gathered through life. And then I told her that 
I shit. love that. And I was like, I really feel like if you have to state that you're an alpha female, like you're not really alpha. No. And she was like, she she was taken aback by it and like she kind of felt me because like you know sometimes if you give women shit and check them on what they're saying, I don't feel like this is coinciding with exactly what you mean. Like, right? I'm like, let's really break this down in what you mean. Like, you're a woman with goals and 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 this and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're alpha maybe you're more qualified in certain areas in a certain department like if we're in a relationship this is right this is a partnership right and you have maybe you have better foresight and finances but i bring in more money maybe uh you're a better planner but i have better spontaneity sure and together we put these skills together and get through life because life isn't just a set point of things like no it's not a straight line dominate (laughs) Yeah, dominate. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not doing that throughout life. Like, yeah, <laughs> move fast. Right? <laughs> like, no. Like, it's you have ebbs and flows of things. Like, I've been in relationships with women and and certain people. Like, their emotional IQ is so much higher than mine that made me like, oh, maybe maybe I should do this. Right. Because this person, she saw something in this particular person in our friend group, or. Or walking down the street like, oh, he's really going through something right now. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought he'd say he was fine since he said he was fine. I took him at face value. Right. Bro, say he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, he looks very down. This isn't his norm. Like, like, look at his body language. It's not. It's defeated. Good job. Good job. I didn't see that. No, no, no. All right. Let me ask him. Yeah, I, th- I think you're speaking to a good quality, though. It, re- it reminds me of... Um, I don't even remember who said this. It's essentially the idea that those who are most qualified to lead are the least likely to seek it out. Yeah. And I think that applies to a lot of things. If you feel like you have to chase leadership or you have to chase being the alpha or you have to chase being the funniest person in the room or the smartest, or you have to, you feel like you have to make it known that you are anything X, Y, or Z, you are the least qualified person to do that. I've I've always noticed when people have to start quoting their qualifications. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, do you know where I went to school? Do you know what jobs I've been on? <laughs> <laughs> I had someone talk to me about uh, like they've never shot a gun before. They yeah. they they never done anything like never ever held a gun. Never done anything like that. Yeah, don't know anything about gun laws or anything. They just like seen some MSN articles about <laughs> gun violence, and like I watch MSN news, but. I stay away from Fox News because it's way too far to write. I, it, I try to go ground floor for my news. It's pretty extreme. Ground floor, like I can see what news outlet because I understand each news outlet has its own. It's skewed. They have agendas for sure. Yeah, and like he was talking about, well, I went to Harvard. And I was like, oh, here we Harvard. Go. Oh, thanks for gracing me with your presence, Governor. <laughs> you went to Harvard. What did you study? Like I studied psychology I was like, uh, and what did we learn makes me feel funny <laughs> all right what did we learn here nothing because you you could study studied accounting from harvard didn't but matter doesn't mean jack shit in this particular field and the pure fact that you're saying that you have these magical qualifications from right. a pretty little school about something that doesn't that's not applicable i'm a dental hygienist <laughs> right? and let's not even talk about the fact that only people who have money can go there yeah so, thanks for your input. <laughs> it's like, 
So they need round. He's like, they need to do this and this and this. I'm like, you don't know jack shit about any of this. No kidding. I, I would have much more respect for you, but like, me personally, I'm like, I'm here. Like, we have a problem. I'm not saying we don't have a problem. Right. That's why I'm saying like, I I think a, a, a me like Mike the character that I just spelled out as a running candidate mm-hmm. in the state of Washington. That's all I can speak for. Would yeah. be excellent for the state because. I would get the rural areas. Sure. Because I can skeet shoot like a motherfucker. Like, I'm dope. I'm, I don't want to brag. Skeet shooting is fun. I'm fucking filthy. Like, I'm, I'm like nine out of ten now. I'm well, Jermaine, we don't need you to tell us about your qualifications. All right. <laughs> Woo! I'm endorsed by Ric Flair, baby. <laughs> Five times count. Five times running, mate. <laughs> no. That's good. But we need something that's like more in between. Like, like, there's certain issues that we need to look at, but everyone's like the church and God and no babies being murdered. Right. Bro. Like, have you seen traffic on I five? Let's, let's keep abortion a well in life. <laughs> I heard some of the funniest shit I ever heard was a comedian that said, I think abortion should be legal and mandatory and randomized. <laughs> Cracked me up. <laughs> it's terrible for the economy because if you look at the demographics and everything that we're we're in for um my personal belief, we're in for a long recession. Good. Because <laughs> I'd love be- to buy a home. <laughs> because um the population demographics just don't support it. Mm-hmm. The only way you can have real growth is with more people buying more things. So you need more people to buy more things. Sure. You buy the most amount of things from your 20s to your 50s mm. more people are leaving that demographic and when the millennials come in which we are here we're, we're now, here we're here now yeah and then also gen z z uh-huh. zoomers are they zoomers i'm tired of these stupid names you know Just, that's a good question i don't know i think after gen z it went back to alpha yeah they can kick rocks whoever made this whole system <laughs> they're kick stupid rocks. They're just stupid. You can take your Tonka truck and your tank top and kick rocks. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, I feel like just the lack of the ability to hold opposing viewpoints in your mind without freaking out is something that a lot of people just don't have the ability to do. Get this. Two things can be true Get this. without it offending your sensibilities. If you're a Republican, you're about the free market, right? Sure. Supposedly. You're about freedom. Sure. All right. Until you get into office and then you're about, you know, restriction. But when it, <laughs> but when it comes to abortion, I got some stand-up material about this whole, whole thing. <laughs> okay. I hope I don't ruin it. He said, but, uh, but why is it as soon as we start talking about the free market? So if no one wanted abortion, there wouldn't be a market for it. <laughs> <laughs> There wouldn't be a market for it. If you had free choice, you'd be able to freely have abortion hey, if you want to fucking With abortion. a privatized healthcare system, abortion is a for-profit industry. Hey. Gross. <laughs> That's fucking gross. There we go. You know? <laughs> oh, man. You know who said it best as far as the whole abortion thing goes? Uh, George Carlin. Do you remember when he said... I love George Carlin. Fucking smart dude. He was like... Uh, the right wants live babies so they can grow up to be dead soldiers. I think I had a conversation with someone on a job site and he's super right wing. Mm-hmm. 
um, like Christian tattoos on his arms and shit. Even yeah. though, like, if you're really a, a Christian, you wouldn't get tattoos. Fun According track. to the Old Testament, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. Oh. Um, I'm clean as a whistle because I, 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 I don't know. Because dude, I, the fact that you don't have tattoos, same as me, means we are now like the fucking rebel counterculture. We are. <laughs> I ain't getting no tattoos. I thought about getting branding because I was like, I'm gonna one up these motherfuckers. Get branded. Yeah, because like I'm 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 dark brown, so like it would there come out go. as like white. So it would stand out even more. I'm like, yeah, up to you, motherfucker. What would you get branded? I don't fucking know. Like I don't have any talent or imagination, bro. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> you thought I had talent, bro? Just I'm get a picture of your own face on your arm. Like, hey, it's me. Hey, me. Hey, it's me, Mario. <laughs> But I had a conversation with him. He's like, no, abortion's wrong. And he has two kids. I was like, all right. So you have a son and a daughter. He's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, how old is your daughter? 13. Mm-hmm. All right, you've been working some overtime. Your daughter gets knocked up when you get home. He's like, don't say that. Why? Like, We got to talk about this, it. This is, a real, this is a real thing that could happen. It does happen. And these things do happen. Yeah. And he's like, well, we just raised kid i guess okay so she's raising a kid being a responsible adult she have bright future she could have went to college and everything else that everything you want for her yeah we're gonna have to cut that short now because you got knocked up because you and billy were hanging out playing tummy sticks <laughs> right. where you're going to do that now he said but it's murder i'm like is it murder like scientific like we're not scientists like there's you don't call you don't call a touchdown until you cross the pylon <laughs> you know and he's just like that's that's, that's complicated you know it's complicated and you're like I, yeah it is complicated that's it, why this conversation needs to be had it's not just black and white there's so many colors in between right and then we talked about well if your son got a girl pregnant your son 16 years old about to go to college mm-hmm. great grades I'm lying to you right now. <laughs> if he's anything like you. We know he's a dumbass. He's a dumbass just like you. <laughs> I'm a dumbass in the same boat, so it's like doesn't matter. You're just a different kind of dumbass. We're just different cheeks on the same ass. Don't worry. <laughs> and like, he Why gets, can't we just meet in the middle? <laughs> let's just be a butthole together, right? <laughs> so he knocks up a girl. His future's fucked now. He's not going to be able to go to college. He's got to go, go to work. He's got to go to work. He's got to go handle this. He said, well, maybe he can be an electrician. I'm like, great. He's maybe. an electrician just like you were and your father was. Right. Amazing. And that's your backup plan? That's 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 the best plan that works out. Yeah. That's Now he's 30 years old working at Shell Gas Station selling candy bars or cigarettes. Right. I don't know. Jewel cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, like this right. is like now what? Like you stunt his financial growth for the rest of his life, and now what? What's going to happen? Are you going to take off from your job and take care of this child? Right. And I, okay, I was like, how, how about this? How about this? Complete stranger now. Third point of view. Yeah. They're they don't even know you. You don't know them. They get knocked up. They don't want the baby. They're addicted to drugs. Their life's fucked up. They know damn well they can't do right by that baby. Mm-hmm. Should they get the abortion? Or are you going to take the baby for him? Like, whoa, whoa, why would I take the baby for him? Because you're a good Christian. Exactly. <laughs> you're 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 going to you don't want the baby to die. Are you going to take the baby? No, I'm not going to take the baby. I thought but, it was murder. But you're saving a life. So that baby should go into foster care. 
foster care. We're in foster care now, which is an underfunded system that you don't want to put money in. You only want to put, then we started talking about um, public schools. Yeah. So we don't want to fund public schools. We don't want to fund anyone to get any help for childcare to get a job. Well, everyone just to get a job. I'm like, what, how did you help? Who helped you raise your kids? So I just, me and my wife, we had both our parents. I'm like, everyone doesn't have that luxury. He's like, it's not a luxury. I'm like, it's a luxury when you don't have it. Right. My mother raised me by her fucking self. Right. What are you going to say to those people? Everyone doesn't have your sweet ass situation. It starts it with a P. Sweet. Starts with a P. Privilege. <laughs> Later today, it's P for privilege. Thanks, Elmo. <laughs> Sesame Street should do an episode. P is for privilege. <laughs> but that's where it is right now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's 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 sad, but it's easy for like I look at my privilege. I have privilege. We all do to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Yeah. Men do, women do. And I'm tired of women saying, you don't know the struggles I go to. And and I have men constantly trying to holler at me and get my number. Well, talk to an ugly woman. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have the privilege of that. Yeah. You know, talk to she's a, fucking lonely. She's lonely at night. Right? <laughs> she's fucking sad. She's tired of buying men drinks. Dude, she would kill to have some douchebag come up and give her. I know, I'm looking at him. He is such a slut. Busted open, Thadiana. He's like, what do you think about this? <laughs> yeah, man. And it's we like everybody thinks like we all feel like we have to qualify our own suffering against other people's. Like, it's not a competition. It's not. You can, you can have struggles and suffer and it just it, it can be just as valid as mine i'm not saying it's equal but it can be it's just a different as valid. lens through the same window of yeah. that's experience. two cheeks on the same ass two cheeks on the same ass i'm gonna use that every episode from <laughs> go ahead two cheeks on the same ass <laughs> it's working towards the same asshole we're both getting shit on <laughs> amen brother both hairy with dingleberries <laughs> dingleberries i feel like that's a good place to end this episode <laughs> since you gotta get going <laughs> I, I gotta get on but you know it was a pleasure having you here it's it's, it's an honor to see you grow in this direction Thank not you. just in a podcast but as a human being right you know, it's great to see people go throughout life and just do good things i agree i'm glad we stayed in touch yo and it takes solo effort especially through the pandemic and all these other things you no know kidding. i love to, to have a more uh concise <laughs> conversation uh, we can tighten it down for the next episode yeah yeah that's all right it's this just what happens when you haven't seen each other in a while you know yeah this, I've, I've done yeah. a couple handful of interviews that just they kind of end up like this if i haven't seen somebody for a while so <laughs> it's not a big deal but uh, i'm glad you're living your life you're, you're doing what with uh what a lot of men should do um thanks and, man and better themselves yeah it's a hard process but like you have to hammer out the details of who you want to be. And at the point to where I remember I was uh, after my like long-term, super long-term relationship, seven, eight years. Of it, mm-hmm. And like, I kind of like didn't know who I was anymore. Yeah. Cause like you're, you're with someone and like you and that person are building something. You, you kind of fuse together. Then you kind of grow apart. And then it's like, Oh, we aren't the same as we were before. Right. And now like, I'm like walking like miles in the rain crying because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't know how to deal with this i was like oh, yo, oh what's 
I'm sad. <laughs> Me sad. That's why I got that dog right there. <laughs> uh, definitely, I can definitely understand that one. But it's you have to hit that. It, that was I glad that was my rock bottom. Hell yeah. You know, I had to really look at it. it had to be in that lonely place. And I did the same shit. What's that saying? Um, um, beards don't grow without struggle. Beards? Yeah, yeah. A man uh, doesn't grow a beard without struggle. Oh, I've never heard. Maybe that's why I can't grow a fucking beard. Yeah, I get some more struggle, bro. <laughs> I get some more integrity, brother. Integrity <laughs> farm. Integrity, <laughs> bro. Yeah, you gotta get there. Gotta... No, I think I think you're right. You gotta hit the bottom and then be like, okay, this is what I. I was to a point to where I was like, I'm about to move back in with my mom or my dad. Yeah. And I was like, just like, fuck everything. Like, everything I wore, I, I built this life that I thought that I wanted to build and it all fell apart. And then. Had was, we already met at that point? Did I no, know? No, it was right before I got into the apprenticeship. Gotcha. Right before I got into the apprenticeship, I was about to, it was if I didn't get, I was trying to become a firefighter. Oh yeah. And if I didn't get into a fire, I was about to have to do this like non-paid internship. And I was like, well, if I'm not getting paid, I'm going to have to move in with my parents. No shit. But I have to go, I got to throw a Hail Mary because I can't live, live like this anymore. I get it, man. So, and then I got a call back from the apprenticeship and they were the first one. So I was like, I'm here. God bless the IBW. They really like like people don't think like a job can change your life or it like, can. It changes your life and like I it gave me so much. It was a life changing experience. Hell yeah! I met so many. I when I met you, I when I met so many good brothers and sisters. Absolutely, your whole that whole aspect of your life, community accountability. and accountability and hard work and the value of building a skill set and education and that's why i feel a lot of young people don't have anymore they don't have value for self like all these shootings and stuff that are going on like it happened last one happened at walmart surprise <laughs> but he was at walmart working at walmart for 12 years i was like yeah yeah like jeez. well you know a good example of that you remember that one that happened in what was it san antonio oh, yeah. like two years ago fucking worker like you and me same exact industry yeah and he came to work and murdered his colleagues. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Like, I don't ever want to go to, like, hey, buddy. I don't, I don't know <laughs> He's how trying anyone, to make friends. <laughs> I don't know how anyone could ever go down that path. But, like, depression is a very dark road. And yeah. Especially nowadays when we don't have any sense of community. That's my favorite part of, of when I used to go to church. No shit. Was the community. Like, we go to potlucks. We go do this. If I could just find a church where there wasn't religious-based and, like. Just a just family like a family yeah. that's why i feel like the local was yeah like I, I remember my first meeting at the local and they're like yeah who are you i'm like well who the fuck am i jermaine, jermaine. hey i'm jermaine, I'm jermaine. <laughs> hey. hey uh i, I told them that i was like yeah, I'm, I'm jermaine jones i'm just a, a stray dog <laughs> he's like he was like well now you got a home there you go I was like i i you know like i was like yeah you know hey. You know, that reminds me of what my first year, one of my very first journeymen ever was Matt Kirby. Kirby? Yep. <laughs> and I remember on the job, he would call me Puppy. He knew my name. He wasn't being a douchebag, but he mm. would call me Puppy. Mm-hmm. And I asked him one day, what is that? What are you referring to? I don't understand what you're calling me that for. And he's like, because someday you'll be a dog. <laughs> That's all he said. And I was like, all right, cool, man. I was, I was offended like, when I- someone called me a cub. Were you? I was like, I'm a grown fucking man. You're like, that's some racist ass bullshit that you like, just called me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a grown man. And then like, 
I understood that because like the the like. I ain't rubbed with my father much, so like yeah. you kind of like grow up like I have to always buck back, right? And then like when someone teaches you something, you have like this this respect for him. Yeah, it's like, oh, are you my dad, Papa? <laughs> so sad, <laughs> Papa. Is that you? <laughs> like Geppetto and Pinocchio out here. <laughs> I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. <laughs> That's so good. No, but it just it it was like the whole apprenticeship was a humbling experience and like you just For go sure. through so many storms, good times, bad times, indifferent, and you learn so many things. And that's what all life is. It's just a compiled journey of you learning things. I've Absolutely. gotten so much more confidence. Same. Like if, I'm like, glad you didn't know me before. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're here now. <laughs> We're here, and like it's like it's just fun watching watching everyone change and like it just is. seeing everyone from the apprenticeship. Like, there's people I still keep in contact with. Yeah, and like I wish I kept more contact with. Me too. Like, like that Facebook group we were all a part of that's completely solidarity it, it taught me solidarity. Absolutely. And like we like you. We're were, all gonna get through this. Barry. Barry. Blackburn. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what my is it? man, Craig. Craig knows Barry. He does. And it was just because Barry's a seventy-six hand. He is a seventy-six hand. He's a he's one of the best brothers I've ever he's met. He's the man. He told me that your reputation is what precedes you, and 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 that's sometimes all you have. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. And the, but then the thing about it is like like some people are like oh you're Jermaine I was like oh shit what what bad things have you heard about me I was like no maybe no I heard you're a cool guy like, I was like oh all right great you know what I was actually really happy with when. I told everybody that you were hiring on mm-hmm. and I was like, I know this fucking guy. Like, how cool is that? And they were like, okay, well, what's he like? And I'm like, he's solid dude. He'll fit in. He like, he's good. You guys will appreciate him. And then everybody I've talked to said like, yeah, you were right. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my guy. I like Tony. I like Tony. I try to like pull my own weight, but also at the same time, it's kind of hard because like sometimes everyone just checks out. I know. And that's like, I like to like, I like to be proactive, but also I'm the least, I'm, I've been there the least amount of time. You have. So like, I understand like certain places wear you down in certain ways. They do. You know what? One of the biggest disappointments I have about the whole, you know, you hiring on and me leaving at the exact same time. Yeah. (laughs) You missed out on such a good crew structure. I heard. Me, Rob, Craig, Roger, Guillermo. Roger. Roger seemed like a really cool guy the little bit that I got to see him. Yeah, he left right after me. You you really missed out because, and any of those guys will tell you the exact same thing. You could ask them today. That crew was the only thing that made it bearable. That's But that's how it's been at all my jobs. Right. I've always done jobs that were undesirable because right. I was like, I'm here for money. Absolutely. Like I, I, I'll I, do whatever. For the money. But my crew... <laughs> But I like the thing about it is like you have to be loyal to your crew. You do. And like I'm not going to ever like I I can honestly say I've never thrown anyone under a bus. Yes. Yeah, Whenever my prince fucked up, that fuck it's up's me. my fuck up. It's my fuck up. Yeah. I should have been watching you. And my prince is like, no, but this is my. Fuck. I should matter. have been watching you. I'll discipline you. Your the the foreman's not going to discipline you. Like no, don't. And like anytime the foreman tries to talk to my prince, you talk to me. 
Absolutely. This is the this is the chain right here. Yep. You don't oversee. You don't lay my apprentice out. Yep. And I never understood that when I was young. When I, I was know, a younger. I know. When I was an apprentice, and but then like after I seen that, I'm like this is the way things are. Right. This is my responsibility, and it's part of being an adult, not yeah. just a man, but just a woman should do this. A man should do this. Is responsibility, and this is changes men from boys and girls from women. That's how you take responsibility for your part of the mission. The military operates the way it does for a reason. Yes. It gives everybody accountability for the mission. So you don't come down to the to the apprentice as the general foreman or the project manager. Mm-hmm. You shut the fuck up and tell me. Exactly. <laughs> the best the best term I ever heard was uh, someone was talking about like in the military. If you're wounded. Yeah. And I have to carry you out and then I leave your gun behind or your weapon or your or some of your equipment behind. Mm-hmm. That's on me. It's not on you. You're wounded. Yeah. I have to be accountable for you now. Right. And that's what it is. And I feel like that's the way that it should be. Like that's how I tried to raise my nephews and nieces. Like, right. like I I helped raise them and like when one person messed up, everyone messed up. Yeah. Well, now everyone messed up because you messed up. So no one gets ice cream now because justice, you messed up. Yeah. So now they're all pissed at you. Enjoy. <laughs> right. And now later on, they're going to be pissed at this person because they messed up. Yeah. And I was like, every, their parents got mad at me because I did these type of things. But guess what? I didn't have the kids running to me every hour. Like, this, this person did this. Did he, he did, 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 did. I'm like, no, it's not. Hey, that's Don't your sibling. Do that. Yeah. We have to stick together. And I was like, I love you because I'm your uncle. But when you get in the real world, you're going to have to stick together. When you're at school and someone's bullying your brother, absolutely, you're going to have to help handle this situation. You're going to have to mitigate this because one day I'm going to be dead and gone. I told them that, and that really set in their mind. Like, dude, you know what's wild? I didn't grow up like that. I didn't learn a lot about that mentality until the last long-term relationship that I had, she was her, her mom was black. Her dad was Jewish and they both sides of the family, like family is all that matters. Like if you don't Vin Diesel. (laughs) Yeah. Did you say family? Her family was the fast and the furious franchise. (laughs) Luda. (laughs) I'm in your face. (laughs) Yeah. But they're like, I just wasn't raised like that. It was a totally new structure for me. And then getting into the trades, that was like another reinforcer. It's like, you're your brother's keeper. That's it. If your apprentice goes down, it's your fault. Even if they dis, even if they disobeyed you and did exactly what you told them not to do, it's still your fault. It is what it is. Ownership. You own that. and yeah. you. But also at the same time, it makes you like, can I trust this person? to do this yeah and if i can't trust this person to do this and you know if you can trust them <laughs> not to fuck this up yeah like all right i know this isn't going i can't you trust can't them. trust them not to be a white supremacist and go harass a bunch of <laughs> gay pride events in idaho <laughs> yeah how am i supposed to control how can I, how in can the, <laughs> really if you look at it close enough that was my fault <laughs> it was your fault I didn't train you, that. You sponsored a white supremacist. <laughs> God damn it. By proxy, Thanks. I harassed those homosexuals in Idaho just as much as if I had been there. You people. I know. Oof. Jermaine, I really appreciate you coming to talk to me today. Thanks for having me this out This was here. a wonderful conversation. 
And likewise, I am glad to see how well you're doing. Thank you. You thank look you. good. You sound like you're doing good. I can't complain. There you, you know, go. I got breath in my lungs. You should come back. Oh, I, I definitely would love to. Next time I'll bring some food. Right on. Yeah, we'll eat it. Whatever it is. We'll go out. I've been smoking. I've been smoking a lot of meats. Are you at that age where the two things you care about are World War II history and smoked meats? Mm-hmm. Get her done. Bro. Nice. <laughs> All right, man. Be blessed and uh, I'll I'll, I'll tune in. (laughs) All right. Thanks, man. Till next time. And there you go. Jermaine Jones, everybody. So I hope you enjoyed my interview with Jermaine. Uh, I think you could probably tell just by listening to us talk that we enjoyed it as well. And uh, hopefully it shed some light on some stuff that you may have been concerned with. I think what we talked about touched on a lot of different aspects of humanity, of life, and uh, hopefully gave you a unique perspective, or at the very least was entertaining. (laughs) Uh, So, to end this podcast, as always, I'd like to remind everybody that Your Ex-Boyfriend's Podcast is hosted on Podbean at justicetenna.podbean.com and is distributed pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can reach me by email at your podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at your underscore EXBF underscore podcast. And side note here, because I have been asked this more than once, I feel like I need to say, if you're using, <laughs> if you're using the rules of English grammar, the your in your ex-boyfriend's podcast is Y-O-U-R, implying, not implying, meaning the possessive. Your, as in your something. Something you own. <laughs> in this case, your ex-boyfriend's. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E is a contraction of the words you are. That does not apply here. <laughs> okay. Just so we're all clear on the proper use of your, that is how it's spelled in my email and your exbf podcast dot or at gmail.com and your underscore exbf underscore podcast on Instagram. That is the correct usage. <laughs> uh, so now we can all stop asking about that. But that's how you contact me. If you have questions, concerns, if you want to be on the podcast or you just want to follow me, that's how you do it. I think on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um, following this episode, be prepared for a uh, another guest, actually. I'll be doing another guest episode with a friend of mine who is a therapist. And what kind exactly? I'm going to wait for her to tell you. So be expecting that next episode. Until then, everybody take care, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you next week. Or I'll talk to you in a couple days. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, bye.